A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tools Tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hi, and welcome to Everything is Fine, a podcast for women over 40. We are your hosts. I'm Kim France. And I'm Jen Romolini. And we've got a, a pretty fun episode for you guys today. I think you're really going to like it. It's with Jean Godfrey June, who both Romolini and I worked with at Lucky, and we both really adore her. And she's just an absolute um, encyclopedia of beauty knowledge, but she has the right take on everything. She just, she really gets it. Well, she's so deeply knowledgeable and just so engaged. It's just so crazy to me. I can't imagine... I, she's so excited by what she does. I found it so inspiring to talk to her. And I just can't imagine. I don't know if I've ever been that excited about anything for that kind of duration. So I, that really, that really like struck me about Jean. And yeah. that she's still like in it, knows all the shit, knows all the updated stuff. You mm-hmm. know, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. Yep. Yep. And very inspiring. Totally. Um, although I was, I also equally felt stressed out as we were talking about it, as we've been having these discussions about beauty and, you know, I have a friend who's our age, um, who's in between our ages, who told me the other day, I've just stopped looking in the mirror. Mm. I've just decided that my face has changed. I'm not taking selfies anymore. I'm not going to look in the mirror. I just don't feel like dealing with this. And, you know, she has a career that it doesn't, that like, you know, it's it's not like she's frontward facing and she doesn't have to, she doesn't have to care at like in presentation ways, the way you think of some traditional, like if you're a speaker or you're this, you're mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was a really interesting take. I was like, hmm, just ban mirrors. <laughs> well, I think that like, if, if that is truly who she is, you know, yeah. then cool, cool. She doesn't give yeah. a shit, but I think she gives a shit. Right. I don't know her, you know, I just, I think that if you, if I know that feeling very much, I hate every selfie I've tried to take of myself in the past year, but I am invested. It's not like I could walk away from mirrors or selfies or any of that. I'm just trying to like fight my way through this so that I can just be more self-accepting. I'm just trying to like, I, I want to be able to, yes, of course, get some enhancements, not feel bad about the enhancements. Like I want to have some, but an equally not feel this like fear of like, oh my God, the face is going to get worse. It's going to get worse every year. How ugly am I going to be? I want, I really want to get into some like equilibrium with this. I, I really want this to not be a thing that takes up too much of my brain. Yeah, no, and in that way, what she did was very inspiring. But it, you know, we're just, we're taught from such a young age for it to take up an enormous part of our brain and to be the most important thing about us, the most important outward-facing thing about us anyway. Totally. And while we were talking to Jean, I also, like, I was I was just feeling, like, my pulse because I also was, like, getting thrilled. I was like, Fraxel? Yeah. <laughs> I know. So it's just like a like a kid in a candy store listening to all the options. Did you have those feelings too? <laughs> I did. I did. I mean, I, I a little less because I know that some of the things she's talking about are painful. And, you know, she said it's painful for some people and not for others. But like, I was gonna do Fraxel. And then someone said to me, like, 
they did half my face and they had to beg me to do the other half because I wanted it to end so much. Oh, that's how I was when I got my ears pierced, like when I was like six, <laughs> but that's like another, um, I like ran out of the store that we got my ears pierced Aww. and ran down the street and my mom had to find me. And so I had these lopsided ear holes. Oh. Um, yeah, but yeah, I know it, but it is like what price, what price keeping it up and And what she was saying was really interesting to me because it's something I've been noticing. I follow an account on Instagram called Celeb Faces, Mm -hmm. and you really get to see how much younger people are getting very serious work done. Like Mm -hmm. the girls in their 20s who don't look look like any age. They just look like a a kind of a mask, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's it's pretty intense. Like I know uh, Paul Thomas Anderson for his latest movie, he... The movie that's coming out, I forget what it's called, but it looks amazing. You saw oh, the trailer for it. I think you posted about it, actually. I did, and I can't remember what it's called either. Me neither, but yeah, whatever, brain fog. But uh, he was struggling to find a young actress who looked like she had a natural, like, 70s face. Licorice and I, soda. Licorice soda. I think licorice, that's it. Li- that is, licorice soda. And he, he had, like, a little bit, so he... he he intentionally, I think he chose someone from the band. Am I making this up to, from the band Haim? Did I make that up? I, I, I think that he, p- he picked somebody from a band. She, I've, I've seen the trailer and she's definitely an unknown. So it makes sense that she would be someone from a band. I mean, she was an unknown to me. I should have. Um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to look this up to make sure we're right. But anyway, but I thought that was interesting because I am like, one of the things Jean said is like the aesthetic has just changed so much. Yeah. Like, for young people, the aesthetic is, you know, really big lips and really, like, the very Kardashian face, you mm-hmm. know, very contoured, narrow nose, the the um, the airbag cheek cheekbones, which I am, will continue to call airbag cheekbones because <laughs> that's what they look like to me. Um, I feel like when I started seeing people get a lot of work done young, like, you know, preemptive, preventative Botox in their 30s. I felt like, well, you don't even know how this is going to go. You don't know what your face is going to do. Yeah. You don't even know what this, you're not even letting it do anything. You're just going to miss out on the whole thing. Yep. Yep. I I, I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you. I, 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 I think there is something, you know, I wouldn't judge anybody's decision to do whatever they're going to do with their face or their skin, but it, 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 there's something really very wrong with women in their 30s getting plastic surgery. Well, it's not wrong, right? I understand what the response, I understand why. I understand why it's happening. But I do think... You're depriving yourself of an experience, of an experience of looking at your face, learning to, watching your face change, Mm -hmm. learning to come to some peace with your face, even if you do do some enhancements. There's, there's something you're missing when you're just shutting it down. When you're shutting it down. And I think that, you know, we all know women who are over 40 who are just phenomenally elegant looking and so sophisticated looking. And part of what makes them that way is that their faces have some character. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the other thing. Everybody's just starting to look like an Instagram filter. Yeah. And, like, that's... God, that's so disappointing, you know, particularly when you're in your 30s and you have this like really distinct face that you've finally like grown into, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's a bummer to me. And I, I get why it's happening. And I get that all this shit is available and it's available at, you know, a lower and lower price points. So the point of entry is not so high, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. I get it. But it, it that it does. It makes me a little bit sad. It makes me a little bit sad. Anyway, Jean had a ton to say. We answered a ton of listener questions. So I hope that this is informative and helpful for wherever people are on their beauty and vanity journey. (laughs) Very well put, Jen. (laughs) Our guest today is Jean Godfrey June. Jean is an American beauty editor and journalist. She's also the former beauty director of Lucky Magazine, where she worked with both of us. Jean currently oversees all things beauty at Goop. 
She is also the author of the deeply amusing and gossipy memoir, Free Gift with Purchase, My Improbable Career in Magazines and Makeup. Welcome, Jean. Thank you for being here. Oh, it's so good to see you guys. Really good to see you, too. I feel like it's been, I don't even know. like 100 years. Like 100, 100 years. years, yeah. 100 years. But as I said when I got on the phone with you when we were on video, you don't age and you are still just amazingly, annoyingly beautiful. So that's why we're here. Oh, my God. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Um, <laughs> I never know what to say to that. Well, of course not. Of course not. It's, a, it's an annoying comment. Also, you're never supposed to lead with somebody's beauty, but that is a woman's beauty. But that is what we're here to talk about today. So I'm going to start there off. There we by, are. I'm going to start off by saying what. Is or how has your beauty regimen changed, or how is it changing as you're getting older? Um, let's see. No, it hasn't changed that much because I've never been like super into like you know a ton of makeup or that kind of thing. Um, so my routine hasn't changed a great deal. Um, I, I've always since sort of probably sometime in my 30s I've liked oil cleansers instead of like a cleanser cleanser because I feel like it leaves your skin dewy and you know Kim will remember I love like a you know I'd rather look shiny rather than sort of dry and powdery oh. I think I was affected mm-hmm. oh my god I'm thinking I mean when you mentioned oil cleanser I had a wave of rage come <laughs> at you at you Jean Godfrey June because you made me when I was breaking out I was having these terrible huge probably cystic zits and you were like use the oil cleanser and I was like Jean that is counterintuitive I'm not going to do it and you made me do it and I and it didn't help and so it, didn't it was the well, only I mean, for anything to work you have to use it for for breakouts for anything to work you you know, you, you got to take like six weeks. Six I, it weeks. was it was the only beauty advice that no. I ever. That I, I, I'm really getting off on the wrong foot by saying that. that I was no, so, no. So but I was going to say. I was going to say on that note. Do we even need to clean our faces at this point? Oh, that's something that I have changed. Now that you bring it up, is um, I I don't think. I mean, people differ on this. You know, very much so, and I think it just depends on your skin. But I feel that my skin is not dirty when I wake up. I haven't been doing anything. I've been sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't wash my skin when I wake up at all. I just put on, I put on vitamin C first thing. Um, I think that's the most important thing. Anybody should do any skin type is vitamin C first thing in the morning. Can I mix my vitamin C with my other products, Jean? Because that's what I've been doing. I mean, you can, but vitamin C is a little bit of an acid. So, like, if you mix it with moisturizer or sunscreen, it's going to be a little less effective. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be, like, dramatically so. But um, if you put it, I like to put it on, you know, and zhuzh around for, you know, a couple of minutes while I'm doing something else, brushing my teeth or whatever, and then I go in with, like, a moisturizer afterwards. Hmm. So, yeah, so that that's really, okay, the vitamin C thing, I have figured that out. I went to my dermatologist this year, and she was like, it's vitamin C, retinol, and sunscreen. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's very good advice. Okay. Why, do you use retinol? Because it's not natural beauty, and I know yeah. that. Okay. People, well, there are definitely natural, uh, you know, clean, otherwise clean uh beauty you know products that that have retinol in them um you know retinol is sort of a is controversial and some people feel it's not good for your skin and other people feel it's good if you talk to a dermatologist they will tell you to use it um it we on goop we don't have it within our clean standards so we don't sell it we're right about it but um as an ingredient it's very people people go back and forth and it's certainly there are a lot of studies certainly with um, retinoids, prescription retin-A, um, that, that are really positive for all kinds of things about your skin and not even just your skin. I think they use it in, 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 you know, cancer trials with lung cancer and things like Mm -hmm. that. Um, so, um, so it's a pretty well tested ingredient and it does really work to make your skin look better. Um, the issue with it, for me, like I, I used it for a very long time um, and I started getting like I felt like I got similar results with with 
creams that didn't have it sometimes. And I'm sure a dermatologist would be like, ha, that isn't true. But the mm -hmm. one thing that it does to me, I have kind of pale skin. And so it, you know, it makes my skin red the next day. Mm -hmm. um, and which is not so flattering. So, you know, I, I think if, if you like how your skin is a, when you're using retinol, it's, it's, a, it's a good ingredient. It's definitely like recommended by every medical person in dermatology that there is. Now my dermatologist, I have very sensitive skin. So my dermatologist told me like no retinol for me. Yeah, it definitely is sensitizing and can make you red and itchy and right. that kind of thing. So what do you suggest for people who can't use it? Um, oh, uh, let's see. What I would use is I definitely use vitamin C in the mornings, but mm -hmm. regardless, I'd use vitamin C in the mornings. Um, but then for sort of a treatment product is what you're asking. There are a lot of different kinds of ingredients that do work to make your skin look better. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, things like peptides. Um, there are exfoliating things like alpha hydroxy acids, which a lot of times sensitive skin has a real problem with, or, uh, you know, uh, fruit acids, all d different kinds of exfoliants. Um, it, it depends on your skin. Again, whether you can tolerate those, those will also sort of give you a glow and they make, they, retinoids work to make your skin turn over faster when you're a baby your skin turns over super fast and that's why baby skin is so beautiful um, and as we age of course it slows and so when you do something like put on a retinoid or an alpha hydroxy acid or even just a scrub you're you're taking away some of the dead skin cells and encouraging your fresh lovely looking ones to come to the surface and that's why it makes your skin look better um, it also makes your skin function a little better. How? Um, How? But for a, through that process of it's taking off, it's taking off the dead skin cells, which, you know, when you were younger, your skin just sloughed them off. And as you get older, they kind of stick around and make your skin look sort of dull and uneven. Um, so we need to, we need to make that process happen for ourselves more. We need yes. to we need to sort of generate that sort of renewal of the skin underneath, and whether that's like a a roller or a product or an exfoliant something is that yeah a roller roller probably wouldn't do it, but okay. uh, but definitely um, you know uh, anything exfoliating even you know uh, uh, using a washcloth you know where you're sloughing off does does slough away dead skin cells and but um scrubs and washcloths are sort of uneven the problem with those are called physical exfoliators you know like grains and mm -hmm. you know something that's sort of rough on your skin it is rough on your skin and it it takes the skin cells off not as uniformly as something like an alpha hydroxy acid or a retinoid which is a chemical exfoliant Jean, do you um, do you remember there was an actress when we were at lucky you guys went to a lunch or something and there was an actress there who said i shave my face i have always shaved my face yeah people that that is a thing that's the, the it you can go to a salon and get like microplaning or microdermaplaning and people have versions of that that they do at home that's the same thing it's exfoliating it's um you know any kind of peel that's exfoliating but then there are that's one way of of you know keeping your skin looking fresh and um and for people with sensitive skin, exfoliating still, you know, causes problems for them a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. So there are ingredients like a lot of peptides um, don't don't have sort of irritating or exfoliating properties. Um, there, there, there are products that just have like a, a thousand fabulous botanicals in them that people, including myself, get results from, mm -hmm. <laughs> like, um, like Vintner's Daughter. Mm -hmm. um, if you've heard of that, you know, cult serum, I know you hate the <laughs> term cult. Um, <laughs> the, um, but it, you know, I feel like it makes my skin look better. Do I know what it's doing? I don't. Um, but it's not exfoliating. Um, there's a, you know, there's different peptides that, you know, are in every kind of cream. Um, and those things are, are more gentle ways of... Is there a trend? It seems to me like there's a little trend in beauty now. Like I use this Kosas face oil. 
And, mm-hmm. and it seems like there are more and more products like Bobby Brown's new line that are both makeup and beauty product. Is that a trend yeah. or has this been a trend for a while? Um, I think people always say that, like, I can't tell you how many, like, you know, oh, this foundation is packed with blah, 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 skincare. Um, that has been going on for a long time. Um, but it hasn't been really true. I mean, there are a lot of products that are like, this is, you know, made with aloe and it has like, you know, the tiniest drop of aloe Mm -hmm. in it, you know, Mm -hmm. that ever was. That's true for, you know, cosmetic creams as well as makeup. Um, and a lot of times they'll say, you know, this is, this makeup is really skincare, you know, blah, blah. But like you use Bobby Brown's example. I think, I think that really is skincare. Like she takes her balm that, you know, she wants for moisturizing and it's, you know, the best possible formula for that. And then she tints it, um, you know, so I think it, it depends. I think it is a little trend just almost just because of her, because of Jones Road, that, mm-hmm. that, that brand is so fantastic. I think it's just absolutely like makes, you know, I put on their tinted balm that looks like, um, it looks like it would be too dark for me. It's like a, like a bronzy color and it just kind of wakes up my face, moisturizes and I'm done. The mirror, you know, the, I feel good. The miracle Wait, that, balm, right? Yes. The Miracle uh-huh. Bomb by Bobby Brown. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I ha- it, it's by, it's not Bobby Brown where you go to the counter and it says Bobby Brown. It's a, a brand called Jones Road. Okay. Um, so. Yeah, no, I got some of that and I got her mascara, the Jones Road mascara, oh, which yes. is outrageous. Outrageous. Yeah, amazing. Outrageous amazing. good. Yes. And what I'm telling you, and the thing about this mascara that I love, other than the fact that it makes my lashes very thick and very long, is that, you know how like, you know, four, five, six o'clock in the afternoon, you're maybe going out or somebody, you know, your boyfriend's coming home, so you want to look nice, so you put on more mascara, and it always feels really like wrong to put more mascara on when you yeah, already like have someone on your face. Crunchy on top of crunchy. Crunchy, yeah. crunchy. crunchy on top of crunchy. This doesn't do that. You can totally add another layer late yeah. much later in the day it's just it's a miracle well this was going to be and my question Jean, because everybody wants to have a perfect mascara is this a is this a yeah. good this is a good mascara right right the, if the mascara that i use at the moment at is is jones road it's clean also like the stuff that's in conventional mascara is so gnarly um yet of course you know the, the for a long time there were trade-offs and like to have a clean mascara um just it, it didn't have the performance that that a that a conventional one did and the bobby brown one is better than all of them and it's clean it doesn't it doesn't have any of the the common you know i mean it has like the conventional mascara has like coal tar byproducts and, and you're putting it you're not even just putting it on your skin which is absorptive but your eyes um you know right. which are you know a portal into your body as well as i just learned this is how remedial i am i just learned from my son um that you have brain tissue in your eyes. Really? Oh, shit. Yes. Yeah. You have brain <laughs> tissue in your eyes, and um, that, that's part of why going for a walk is calming, is because when you, um, when you walk forward, it reduces fear. It's some kind of like, you know, once you're a human being and you're, go- you're walking forward, it was on a Dax podcast um, <laughs> with some <laughs> neurological expert. Um, it, and so you can reduce anxiety just by, walk, you know, walking forward wow. and looking where you're going. Anyway. Um, uh, that's really interesting. I'm glad we took that. So anyway, I am. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no I really am. It actually leads me to, if we're going to talk about mascara, a listener, I'm going to pepper in the conversation with listener questions. A listener wanted to yeah. know if... Powder eyeshadow, should we even bother anymore when we have these crepey eyelids? Is it all about the sort of cream eyeshadows or is there an eyeshadow situation when you have this like, how do you just deal with this like the old eyelid? Well, I mean, the, it depends on what old eyelid you have. <laughs> um, you know, there's there's people, I'm trying to think of some, you know, people who have those gorgeous deep set eyes yes you know that that like they can put on all the eyeshadow they want and it will look fabulous and you know I don't think I don't think anybody's getting up close enough to you to be like oh what's that creepy wrinkle in your eye that said I have like I have the like eyelids that are um that sort of like it's almost like there's too much 
fat in them. There's yes. not, you know, it's like, like kind of droops Like you're down. grown another island. That's what I have. I yeah. have like two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that, um, you know, that never, whether, I mean, I had that when I was young and it just doesn't look good with eyeshadow. It just doesn't, it, eyeshadow doesn't improve the way your eye looks if you, if you have that for me. Um, so I kind of think it's less about age and more about the shape of your eye. But um, that said, I, you know, I always like a, you know, a creamy texture that it's more nice to your skin. I feel like powdery is like, to me, I associate powdery with sort of old and masks and, you know, not, not, I, I like, if you're going to wear makeup, I want it to like merge with your skin and feel like part of you instead of a, a mask you're putting on, if that makes sense. And for some reason, like a texture of a, you know, a matte or dry or flaky texture makes me be like, oh, that isn't human. Right. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. And also as you know, I feel like the powders really do pick up in all your fine lines in a way that's something that's not matte and not powdered doesn't. Yeah, well, they they tend to have sort of more mica and uh, and even you know like the titanium dioxide and those kinds of things that 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 reflect light in little speckles and that naturally plays up a uh, you know a, an imperfection right. wherever it might be. <laughs> now, can, Jean, can we talk for one second about those at home LED therapy devices that look like Halloween yes. masks? Yes. Like, do they work? Um, I think they work a little, you know, and anything you do a little over, you know, if you're that dedicated and you're that person who I am not, I do not, I don't have it in me to put on a Halloween mask every night um, or even several times a week or even once a week. (laughs) It's terrible, but I don't like, um, you know, I, I would rather... You know, if I was going to get a light treatment, I'd go to a dermatologist and get like, you know, the the intense version once a year rather than, you know, doing it at home. That, you know, that obviously if I had different access, you know, I I might feel very differently about that equation. But um, I um, they they do work, you know, and it's true that like, say you're allergic to dairy and every day you put milk in your coffee, you know, it, that adds up even right. though it's a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think putting those things on, if you've got the bandwidth to do it, if you're like, yes, I, this feels good. I don't mind it. I'll do it while I watch, you know, Netflix, I'll, whatever it is, you know, it's, it's not doing nothing. It's not a scam. Um, does work. Is it like going to the dermatologist? No. Okay. Now, now, this brings me to my next question. You used to say to me that facials are a waste of time and that if you had anything mm-hmm. that you really wanted to get done to your face to go to a, to go to a cosmetic dermatologist. Do you still feel that way? I do. But, I, the, um, you know, if the reason you're going to the, to the facialist is like, I want, you know, lasting change in my skin, I, I mean, you know... It also depends on the person, you know, like if you love facials and again, if you're going to go regularly and you're going to do it all the time, it's probably good for your skin and it's probably great have, you know, it also depends on the person who's doing the facial. I have had facials from people. If you've ever had, you know, a facial from Tammy Fender, you know, the, she has a, a beauty product line, but she also has a, has a spa in Palm Beach and like, you know, it just, I, I, I'm, I had the experience of, um, of, I went and got a facial and I had to jump on a plane afterwards. So I had to run out of there and get to the airport and I get to the airport and like, you know, it's like mayhem at the airport and there's lines, there's I get up to the TSA person and the TSA person is like, looks at my, you know, ID and then looks at me and it's like, ma'am, can I just say that you are glowing? <laughs> that is hand to God that happened. And I was like, okay, a facial from Tammy Fender really is worth it. <laughs> um, it was like, it was, it was, you know, um, do, you know, do I think that if you're, if someone's hoping for, you know, major changes in the way their skin is looking, I think it's faster and probably cheaper in the long run 
if you go to a dermatologist. But um, And what would you get when you went to the dermatologist? Well, it would depend on what your issue was and what you weren't liking, you know, because there are people who go for acne. There's people who go for aging. There's people who go for dry skin. There's people who go for eczema, you know. And right, well, let's, go say for, you. let's just say we're all old. Let's say we're all, yeah. <laughs> Let's see. There's so much that you could do at a dermatologist. Um, one of the, the like the easiest things, like we were talking about, uh, about the light treatments earlier, the at home ones. That you know, you can go to a dermatologist and get something called Clear and Brilliant. That's that's you know a stronger version of that. That really makes a difference in how you look. You know, you'll be like glowier. You can get. Um, you know, I think peels are fine to get at, at you know, at doesn't matter, you know, if you're getting a, like a glycolic acid peel or something, as long as you really trust your esthetician, it's, that's absolutely fine. You know, you don't have to do that at a dermatologist. Um, but like, um, there are all kinds of, um, like firming kinds of lasers. There are lasers that, that get rid of, you know, dark spots and unevenness and stuff in your skin like there's a thousand lasers that the dermatologists have to do to like treat different kinds of things um that related to aging so like you know there's there's the sagging of your skin there's the texture of your skin there's the wrinkles in your skin so there's different treatments for all that for wrinkles botox with you know if you don't like your wrinkles, you don't have to have them. Um, for right. firmness, um, which, you know, a lot of people get sagging, especially around like the jawline, um, they, you know, you can get, um, there's the famous book, I Feel Bad, I Feel Bad About My Neck yeah. mm -hmm. um, by Nor Ephron. Um, they now, like if you, if you went and got something, a laser called Althera or um, Thermage, um, and combine that with a little Botox, you would you would no longer feel bad about your neck. Um, some people also take um, they'll take a little fat out of from be right below their jaw with cool sculpting, which is a uh, you know where they they freeze a little bit of the fat and that just takes it away. So there's a lot of sort of non-invasive things that that would really change you know whatever was bothering you. Right, right. What about, um, yeah, no, and Ulthera is amazing. Ulthera, I think, is, mm -hmm. is, is, the, is the miracle laser. I really do. Because it, it also... It hurts, it hurts though, right? It hurts, but not that bad. I think it's overrated. I mean, I might have a... Who knows? Who knows if you have a high tolerance? Yeah. Yeah, well, it, different, I, what I have found is that different things hurt <laughs> differently right. to different people. Because I, you know, I've had Ulthera, doesn't bother me particularly at all you know I'd like I um some people have to like take a drug you know in order to endure it and um and I went for a treatment that was not a face but it was a body treatment and it was supposed to like um tighten your abs or something and you were supposed to go three times and um and for 30 minutes each and I and so I go in I was like oh this will be fine no problem and I literally immediately got up like I was just like I can't possibly do this this is intolerable pain what kind of crazy person would do this three <laughs> times a year you know like like for, to supposedly have you know like a, uh, anyway um so and then and but then I had my assistant go instead we had to try this thing out and um and she was like oh yeah it wasn't that bad at all so I I think it really depends not just on your pain tolerance, but on your pain tolerance in that particular area with that particular thing. And now let's take a quick break for some ads. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
it. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Support for Everything is Fine comes from Ritual. So I love Ritual. Everyone knows I love Ritual. I talk about Ritual all the time. I particularly love its daily, their daily multivitamin, and I also really have been enjoying their melatonin. But the thing I love most about Ritual is their Hyacera. It's a once daily skin supplement that's clinically proven to reduce wrinkles and fine lines and increase skin smoothness in 90 days. In a clinical study, Hyacera led to 3.6 times reduction in crow's feet wrinkles within 90 days as compared to a placebo. Hyacera led to 2.9 times increase in skin smoothness within 90 days as compared to a placebo. You can enhance your skincare routine from the inside out with one daily capsule essenced with soothing vanilla. I love Hyacera. It's been rigorously tested and validated. It's one of the industry-leading sustainability. It, it meets, sorry, all of the industry-leading sustainability standards. You know I'm a beauty editor now. I am all about keeping my face plump, and Hyacera absolutely has done that for me. I've been on it for months. I don't even know how long, and I can really see a difference in the texture of my skin. My skin looks more juicy, I guess, is the best way to do it. Say it, do it. Uh, okay, so you can start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash fine. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription to get today. That's ritual.com slash fine for 25% off. And we're back. So that's like we just talked about the neck, which is a is a big is a big one for a yes. lot of people this age. The second thing I wanted to talk about in this sort of like big big ones, um, hands. What do you do hmm. about like sort of crepey hands, age spots on our hands if they're bothering you? Yeah, if they're bothering you, I mean, number one, the thing, no matter what age you are, you should always be taking mineral, not chemical sunscreen and putting it on the backs of your hands all the time, every time you wash your hands. Really? Because your hands, your hands get more, like I keep a little mineral sunscreen in my makeup bag because, you know, you wash, you go out to lunch, you wash your hands. I, I put it back on because it, it, I had a formative experience. I think I was doing media training for like L a thousand years ago. And the, uh, the woman who was the media trainer was very, very old, <laughs> but had a very like completely ageless face. Like, you know, cause they used to do those kind of peels that just ripped all everything from your face. Mm -hmm. And so she just had like a ghost, very no wrinkle face. Um, <laughs> but then she had hands that were, you know, her close to 80 or so age. Age. And I was like, oh my God, I get, you got to remember the hands. <laughs> right now, it's um, really true. So, yeah. So, I sunscreen number one. And the thing, you know, even if you are 80, um, if you, when you put that sunscreen on, it makes it so that, like, when you're outside, your skin isn't having to defend itself and it can work on repairing itself instead. So there's no, you're never too old to put sunscreen on the backs of your hands. And um, that's A. B, I really like, um, I think peels, even if you have sensitive skin, your hands are tougher than your face. Mm -hmm. So um, like we have, um, we Goop makes a overnight peel that's, 15% glycolic acid is really strong. Like Kim, you would not want to try it mm -hmm. um, <laughs> on your face, but it has, it has one side of the pad is like a face texture. And then the other side of the pad is like a rougher texture. Um, and you can rub it into, you know, if you break out on your back, you can put, you can do that. Like, but also I, I put it on the backs of my hands. Um, alpha hydroxy acids are really good for, 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 just improving, you know, you're never a dark spot. You're never going to get rid of without going to a dermatologist. They can zap it off, but then you have to keep using sunscreen or it'll come back. Um, if you're using something like alpha hydroxy acids, retinol or vitamin C, all of those things can like take it down a little bit, but it's not going to get rid of a dark spot. Um, so, um, 
that's just something to know. So I, I also, you know, if I have a little le leftover vitamin C when I'm putting it on my face, I put it on the backs of my hands. And then the other thing that I, I, I have no experience with, so I can, I can only say that it occurs, is, is that people put filler in... Um, in their hands really? when they look yeah and they you know it's a small amount of filler so it's not like you're gonna have these lumpy hands but it um it supposedly just smooths it out so that you like your veins aren't as noticeable and that kind of thing I haven't haven't gone there but um but it, it weirdly I was I was just at a foot surgeon the other day not that I needed foot surgery but they they were showing sort of like that that goop might be interested in in um you know this new kind of foot podiatry you know practice and one of the things that they said they did was that I guess uh women who are wearing high heels are always you know on the the ball of their foot so even women in their 30s can end up with a the pad at the ball of their foot being being you know totally diminished and so they have a lot of pain and um they're like yeah if you put a particular filler under there you know where that pad used to be it makes a pad and then you don't so you, you know you hear the word filler and you think ew crazy lips you know but they they use it for all kinds of weird things and it can be used in a diffuse way on top of the hands so that it's just kind of smoothing your hands out rather than um, but you can do you can do Fraxel, which is a radio frequency uh, kind of treatment um, that they do on people's faces a lot. You can also do that on your hands, and that'll deal a bit with dark spots, definitely with crepiness um, and that kind of thing. So people people do a lot of the things that they do on their faces dermatologically to their hands. You know, I remember once hearing that Anna Winter got that um, those injections in the ball of her foot. Which, even if it's not true, it pleases me to think. <laughs> yes. But I want to know. For sure. <laughs> what are your like? What are your absolute drugstore hero products? Number one drugstore product, like of all time, love it more than anything. Can't get enough of it. Is um, Waleda Skin Food. It comes in a green tube. The one I like is the original, not the light, and it's just like this thick cream that I feel like is as close to creme de la mer, like I think it's better than creme de la mer in terms of just like moisturizing and, and, and like nourishing your skin. Um, and it, uh, you know, it's, I think it's almost a hundred years old, the formula. And it's just every like good for you botanical and like whatever, but it also has kind of the magical property and I swear it does. And I like save it so that I don't use it every day so that I can get the effect. It like makes your skin look better. Like if you put it on, you know, and you'll be like, oh, well, look at me. I look great. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't, you know, do, do you need all your makeup? You, you might not. So I, I, it's also, I think it's, I can't remember how much money it costs, but it's probably about 20 bucks somewhere in there. And you can use it on your body. It smells amazing. Like it's the best product in the drugstore by a million miles. Um, wait, I want to go back to fillers for a section. Yes. A second. Because <laughs> yes, <laughs> obviously, I mean, fillers are, are kind of what I feel like everybody, I feel like fillers have replaced the facelift, right? So everybody's getting fillers. And a lot of times you just mm. keep getting them, keep getting them. You wind up having these like airbag cheeks, right? And it's like, it's pretty mm -hmm. crazy. And they're not that natural and I'm just wondering how no. you feel about them because I feel like it's just like the solution we're turning to too much in a way well I think I think the the main problem with fillers is obviously overusing them and like I'm always like never touch your lips ever and but but I have to codify that by saying well I've never I've never seen someone who had their lips done that I knew they had their lips done um, right. unless it was done badly, yeah. you know, cause if somebody did a great job, you wouldn't know. Right. So th that is sort of a one, one problem. And it's similar, the cheeks, the, the, the big thing is that uh, like a little bit of, it depends on why you're getting filler for your cheek. Um, but a lot of people get it to pull up their face a bit because they don't like the hideously named wrinkles that are right around your mouth yeah. called the nasolabial fold. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. Okay. So, so 
so everybody's like, oh, you know, if you if you if you pull up by putting the you know some some filler in there, it takes away that wrinkle, and people are staring at the wrinkle and they're like, look, it's gone. I look great, and they don't you know if that's your only goal goal is to fix like a particular part of your face and you're forgetting about the rest, the whole, you know, it's, it's partly the dermatologist's fault, but, um, but also, you know, as you know, like society is changing. And I mean, if you, you watch Love Island, you know, you will see 20 year olds with like lip injections, Mm -hmm. you know, boob jobs and freaking crazy cheeks. And like, there's some guys in there that are like, I love her. She's got fake lips, fake (laughs) cheeks. It's gorgeous. You know, and like, like it's so that, you know, we do live in an odd society, you know, and and so I'm I'm assuming here that we want to not look like that. I don't want to look that, but like that, but some people do want to look like that. Totally. And it's a little like, it's a, like, I think with, with any kind of dermatological thing is a lot like um getting highlights you can you can get highlights and then the next time you go you're like okay well I don't see them as much because you're kind of used to them and so they give a little more and then the, the next time you get a little more and pretty soon you have blonde hair you don't have highlights right right totally because you lose a perspective and so it's important like look at pictures of yourself you know and just oh I always just anyone that I go to I'm just like I don't want anyone to know I did that I want this has to be the most natural like blah blah you know yes and they usually understand that you know rather than somebody coming in and being like I want to look good on Instagram you know right Right. (laughs) but I but I'm like I I have gotten um I've gotten fillers a couple times and not in a couple of yeah. years and I'm, and I'm, I'm kind of really game to do it again. And I feel like I go to somebody good who, and it never looks obvious and it, it not only yeah. never looks obvious, it never entirely looks like she did anything at all. And like, I'm, yes. I'm kind of into like maybe a little more, but it scares me too. Yeah. I mean that it's usually like, I think it's good if, and I assume your dermatologist is like this, but they're looking at you holistically. So they aren't like, how can we improve your face with filler? Mm-hmm. They're going a little filler here. Maybe you want to try Althera for this part of your face. You want to do, you know, uh, Fraxel for your skin, you know, whatever it is that you're sort of wanting a dress. Like when I'm looking at a filler, I'm always, I just, I have crazy under eye circles. All I want is to not have that. Nothing will get rid of it. Um, <laughs> that was a, that was another and, question, actually, because I remember you saying to me, like, concealer is the only cure for under eye yeah, circles. Yeah, concealer. Yeah, concealer is the only thing you can do. And um, you know, there is there's some surgery where they can take a little fat out of your under eye pad, and that just sounds really traumatic to me. But um, but maybe it's not so bad. <laughs> um, you know, I'm just waiting for them to come up with something that they have not. And anyone who tells you that they have so far, that's, it's just not there. There's no, you know, you can, you can get rid of crow's feet with Botox, but you can't get rid of puffy under eyes or under eye circles. And Bobby Brown, speaking of, um, we had her on our podcast and she talked about, um, she was like, you know, she's like, of course, you know, you can use a little concealer, but like, Every human being has some, like, under eye circles. Like, why don't we just accept that that's part of what we look like? <laughs> well, it's true. I thought it was funny come from her. Well, also, uh, somebody once told me that, like, French people don't mind under eye circles because it's an indication that you were up all night fucking someone. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't think it mind that way. I don't mind them as much as the the other shit. I mean, the other shit just feels like the other, the, the the face melting feels feels like a much bigger issue to me than the than the under eye circles. But the face me. face yeah. melting, you mean just yeah, like just, sagging, just yeah. like the whole sagging. sagging of it, you know, and the losing of the well, collagen. The sagging, the sagging, there is a thing that I have not tried, um, but a lot of a lot of people do and a lot you know dermatologists are and plastic surgeons are very divided on it but there's a thing called threading that um they it sounds really drastic but i i've i've seen videos of people getting it and i know people who've gotten it and it's it's like a you know you kind of maybe a little bruise the next day and that's it but they put these threads of hyaluronic acid under your skin and they attach them to these sort of weird hooks and it's like a facelift for about two years 
Huh. And it does work. Wow. wow. I mean, I've, I've definitely seen it on people and it look, you know, I have, I have not personally done it, but, um, that is a sagging thing that is, that is happening and is, and is, it is pretty, pretty standard at this point. That's, um, but also the thing, you know, anything like Althera or Thermage, um, and there's a new thing called tripolar. Um, all those kinds of lasers address sort of the, the sagging. Jean, if you, Jean Godfrey June, were to go to the plastic surgeon and say, do X for me, what would X be? Um, well, I, I'm so, I had to have, <laughs> I had to have sinus surgery during COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, it was sort of a tooth sinus situation. It was such a bummer. And I, like, it reminded me how intense actual surgery is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because <laughs> I've always been like in my head. I'm like, oh, maybe someday I'll go and God knows what, you know. Um, <laughs> get a neck and, lift, um, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, I wouldn't get a neck lift. Like, I, I, if if you're getting a facelift, then get a neck lift. But otherwise, why not just do Ulthera and Botox? It does right. the same thing and is much less invasive. But uh, but if you're bothering to get a facelift, yeah, do the whole thing. Um, and I do. I knew. I have a couple of friends who have done the whole thing that you you know I was like really I didn't even know you did something you know um and I'm like oh now I'm at that age I mean the one thing that like if if I had however long it takes like they always say a week but I just figure they're lying you know maybe it's two weeks the there's a there's a surgery where they can take the the fat out of your upper eyelid um and it's a very easy surgery and apparently um and like my mom talks about how like she's she almost qualifies insurance wise to get that surgery you know paid for by insurance because it's because you know she's older so her she it's harder for it gets hard for you to see apparently right if your eyelids get Um, so big and you can't see there's a test they do my mom talks about this too there's a test they do to see if you can see and then you can get this surgery insurance will pay for it yes yeah so I'm like, well, I guess maybe I want to get that before I have to wait till I, <laughs> before surgery, before it is covered by insurance. Um, but, um, but then I'm like, well, would I actually do it? I, it's like, when do you schedule the free two weeks where you don't see anyone? When, when right. is that? So I don't know. <laughs> but that's what I'd get. Um, I'm going to switch topics because I want to talk about thinning hair and I want to make sure okay. we talk about I want to talk about all the hair stuff, the thinning hair, okay. the thinning eyebrows, the thinning eyelashes. What yes. do we do for these things? Okay. Let's see. Thinning hair, the first thing you would want to go to a doctor, get like your all your hormones checked and stuff. You know, it can be a thinning hair can be a sign of all kinds of different health problems, so it's like if you're having thinning hair and you didn't just have a baby um (laughs) then um then that is the first place I would go as a regular doctor say this is happening I I need you to test for everything um but then um from there there's you know there's there there are you know all kinds of obviously you can get hair transplants you can um use things like minoxidil um so there's 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 drugs there's surgery um and then there's sort of you know preventing and maybe you're having just a little hair loss we all lose hair as we age you know but it's just at different rates of course every hairstylist that i've ever talked to you know and they're just anecdotal but they all do say the same thing is like you know brush or you know that you know that massage that you get uh, when you go and get your hair cut, you know, when they're putting in the shampoo mm-hmm. and you get that incredible massage, like if you can do that for yourself in the shower as often as you can, you know, just stimulating the body, just, you know, hopefully bringing some circulation up there, um, is helpful. Um, so that's the, the, and then there's things that sort of thicken your hair or make your hair look, uh, softer you know your hair also changes texture as it gets grayer and grayer Mm -hmm. um which really sucks it's happening Um, to me right now and my hair is i can't style it like i i'm about 50 percent gray now according to my hairdresser and it's totally changing what i can do with my hair yeah it really changes the 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 texture and 
Like, I really like, I think masks do make a difference. They make a temporary difference, but it, like, I, the, Goop just came out with this hair serum that you put on before you shampoo, and I, to be honest, was totally skeptical. I, I, I always think hair oil doesn't work for me. Like, it, it just sort of sits there, and it's not hair oil. It's this serum, and I, you got to try it. Like, it, <laughs> if that's what's bothering you, the texture change, it really makes a difference in the texture change. Really? Like, it's worth another one that I really like that's a different thing. That, that, that's a before a shampoo. Um, after a shampoo, um, I went, actually, Andrea Lynette told me to go to this salon headdress mm-hmm. in the East Village. And, um, and I didn't want a haircut. And so they were like, do you want a hair treatment? So they gave me this Rahua uh, mask, which you can just buy. Um, you know, it's not a, it's not just for salons. You can buy it, um, mask. And they just heated up my hair, like with a, with a, um, what do you call it? Uh, blow dryer. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that, that lasted like a couple of shampoos for me, the goop lasts two shampoos. Mm. And this one also was like two or three shampoos. And, you know, shine and texture and softness, kind of like I once got one of those, um, I was in India and they, they drop oil in, on your third eye for an hour and a half. Mm. <laughs> and obviously your hair becomes full of oil. And it took me like, I think seven shampoos, like oh in God. a row to even like get it out a little bit, but it stayed in my hair. Like that stayed in my hair for it felt like a month at least. Um, and I feel like the Rahua um, did that a little bit. And I ha- have to say the, the, the Goop does that. And it also like weirdly, it doesn't make any sense, but it also gives you some volume. Like it gives both volume and softness and shine, which hmm. those always seem to be competing things, but somehow it happens. What about your eyebrows and eyelashes? I know that there are those those things, yeah. but I don't, do you, you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking yes. about? The like regrowths, yeah. do they work? Um, the regrowth for, for you can use uh, Latisse, which is the, the, the prescription product for, for eyelashes. You can also use it for eyebrows, off-label, but it does the same thing. Mm-hmm. But um, my problem with Latisse, which some people have, is that it makes my, um, my eyelids red. Hmm. And so the end result is really not a beautiful look. And so I, I don't, I can't use it. And I like, it does like for, for your average person, if it doesn't make your eyes red, it, it really works. And it's, you know, it makes a dramatic difference. You definitely lose lashes as you're older. I, I remember like hearing some interview with Kathleen Turner and she was like, they were like, what's your desert Island beauty product? And she was like mascara. And I was like 20 something. And I was like, why, why would mascara be your beauty product? <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> so, um, it definitely changes and it definitely changed for me. And, um, Latisse works. And if I could use it, I would be spending that money right now. Um, <laughs> um, so, and, and as far as I know, there isn't, you know, anything that does work has some of that you know, prescription chemical in there and they're using it, you know, secretly. I don't know that. I've never seen anything that worked that wasn't Latisse or like rebottled Latisse. Um, but maybe someone will come up with something. The other thing to note about eyebrows, there's a couple of things. One is that um, we have this guy, a group that we work with for like uh, diet things and stuff. And he's, he's very good with autoimmune, which I have a lot of it in my family. And um, he said, if you're, I think it's your outer, it's from your arch outwards, like if you have an autoimmune disease, that will, that will either like really thin out or, or um, lose its color. Hmm. And he's like, I can always tell when I get a new patient, they'll be like, before they open their mouth, they're like, by the way, I have this autoimmune situation. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Um, but uh there are for eyebrows there's like you know you can it, it depends on sort of your will you know how much time you want to spend there are there are products that have like little hairs in them mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so you can you can that that to me seems like a lot there's also some people just draw little little hairs almost with um there's like brow gels that are tinted mm-hmm. and you kind of feather them like um, hairs and they're giving you a little tint also. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are the, 
those are the main things. The other weird thing with age, this is just something for a younger person listening, I used to get my eyebrows plucked rather than, um, rather than using wax because I used Retin-A and it makes your skin too thin and it'll, um, so I, I always had my brows plucked and I think sometime in my early forties, I realized like, oh, I don't have to pluck my brows. Anymore. <laughs> yeah. This is now permanent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just like, so if you pluck your brows in a good shape that you really like, it's going to stay for the rest of your days. So <laughs> <laughs> can we, can we talk for a minute? This was a reader question and I'm, and I'm on board with it too. Like what to mm-hmm. do about peach fuzz that gets so aggressive in its growth? Um, let's see. There, some people use something, you know, something along the lines of Nair, which for a lot of people would probably give them a reaction on their facial skin, but, but sometimes not. Um, you could do the, the face microplaning. There's, a, you know, the, mm-hmm. like I would look that up. That will totally work. Like it's, it's you know, it'll take away. Um, there's also, if a, a, you can get lasers, um, you can get at-home ones, or you could go to a, a dermatologist that will take that off. Right. I want to make sure before we go that we're also addressing um, black and brown skin. Mm-hmm. Like, are there products that you've come across for black and brown skin or specific things that you're like, absolutely, that's something you should be using? Um, I, I work with a lot of black women and they, you know, the, and the one thing, like, I remember we, we got an invitation to go to, um, to go to an event, a beauty event. And it was just for black women. It was not a black owned brand. And they had a skincare line that was for black and brown skin. And we were like, I was like, how do you feel about this? And my coworker was like, that's kind of weird. Like you wouldn't be like, this is just for Caucasian skin. Right. Um, You know, skin is skin. And um, so I like, as far as a product that works better for brown skin, the one thing that, that, that I think is important is a lot of times people with melanin rich skin are like, oh, I don't need sunscreen. Um, And that is definitely a fallacy (laughs) um as you know bob marley died of skin cancer um and um and there are so many good you know in mineral sunscreen which you know has a reputation of being hard to rub in especially if your skin is darker there you know like venus williams makes a brand called 11 that's like makes this sunscreen serum it sinks right in like it's fabulous no matter what skin tone you are so um the, the exception would be hair-wise, um, you know, different, just like, you know, super straight, volumeless hair is, you know, needs different products than curly hair and certainly, um, you know, someone who's got an afro or has, you know, like, is going to need, is going to, you know, their hair is going to respond to different products better. Like a hair oil that, you know, is too too much for me is great for, you know, a woman I work with who has like beautiful, natural black hair, you know? Right. And uh, one thing to note about black hair in particular is, you know, you probably know this, but it, the, the conventional beauty industry, um, has treated black women (laughs) to like extra, extra, extra layers of like chemicals that are bad for you. Um, and um, it's like in some kind of categories of products, it's like 40% more. Like it's really like just absolutely awful. And so if ever where there were a reason to go clean, if you're, especially if you're using products designed for black hair, I would use clean products designed for black hair. No. This has been so educational, Jean. <laughs> Jean, we got through all of our questions. Oh, so good. You're so, you're so good. You like <laughs> no. answered like double questions at a time. <laughs> How do you stay engaged with like, you've been doing this for so long. I just, before we go, I just want to know, because you still seem really into it. And I think that's so exciting and admirable and kind of inspiring that you've been in beauty how do you stay engaged with it how does it continue to feel rewarding I guess well it's rewarding when like when people ask you questions yeah you know everybody's Mm -hmm. still no matter what your age no matter what your perspective you know you still are like oh could I look better could I feel better you know and so that is it's just kind of a universal interest (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, and the other thing, you know, I, I, I love to write and it gives me a, a chance to write where people will read what I write. So. Right. Right. Where can people find you, Jean? Uh, goop.com. That is, that is it. I, the, um, <laughs> and you won't see my name on, uh, you know, there, the, I definitely, there's a, there's a couple of, there's an ask Jean column. There's a Godfrey column, but, uh, but a lot of what I write, a lot of what, most of what we write at Goop isn't, isn't bylined. So the, you right. know, that the, the, you definitely, if you want my perspective, go to goop.com. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on, Jean. It's always such a pleasure to talk to you. So good to talk to you. And hopefully I'll see you guys sometime soon. I know. I know. Thanks, Jean. Thanks for listening to Everything is Fine. We are your hosts. I'm Jen Romolini. And I'm Kim France. If you like the show, please rate and review it. I know I say this every week, but it really does help us find new audience. If you want to support the show and get access to some cool monthly events and uh, exclusive content, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com backslash everything is fine. We are on Instagram at EIF podcast. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook. If you want to email us, you can email us at everything is fine. The podcast at Gmail. And you can find Kim on her blog, girlsofacertainage.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.